Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. I'll go to the club. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a major cock block if I'm at the club. You and your I, brother. I've stopped drinking alcohol. What? Yeah. You stopped drinking alcohol. <laughs> you look so disgusted. I'm so fucking disappointed. What are you talking about? I don't like it. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm currently Potter. We're chatting about sex twice a week, my friends. Today is a Monday. We typically would talk t- directly with our listeners on Mondays. However, we are likely on a cruise boat right now. It is a good chance. But then there also is a good chance we will be in Los Angeles sitting around a freezing cold pool. Yeah. <laughs> you want to explain a little bit of the holding pattern that we're in? Yes. I'll tell you how we got into this holding pattern. Be- oh, wow. Because I want to take the- you and your siblings on a little one-week vacation somewhere. Very sweet of you. And I can't get a commitment out of pretty much... Well, you you were able to commit to it because you... Have nothing have, going on in my life. Have nothing going on in your life. Yes. Not. But the other two have work. Yeah. And, and so they aren't able to get like time off except for certain times of the year, which is also the most expensive time and most crowded time of the year. Christmas. And it's not even guaranteed. And so that was yeah, the big issue. It wasn't guaranteed on one of the kids. I don't so remember. we sat on this. So we sat and we sat and I looked and looked for like packages and things like that and last minute deals. And we found nada. Until we found a cruise ship leaving out of LA. Right. And mother bulldogged her way to the front of the waiting list. I don't know how I did it, but I got on the wait list and, and I, they don't even have a wait list. So, so there's the a cruise, possibility that this is not going to happen. So the cruise leaves on Saturday. Today is a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> so it, within the next 48 hours, we will be finding out whether or not we're going to be sailing away. And my friends are very anal. Usually pack for like two weeks before they go on any trip. Mm-hmm. Like two weeks, they're already packed up and ready to go. I am not even sure that we're going until like the morning of two days before. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I obviously cannot pack for that. Yeah. Or I could pack. How does that make you feel mother? Very anxious. Like I've been checking my phone every freaking minute. I love this shit. I know you do. I That's think the difference is, in, in the, you, you're like a last minute kind of like. I love the spontaneity of it. Do you I think remember it's what add, happened? What? Last year? Oh, yeah. I remember what happened last year. <laughs> last, last year when I was ADD filling out the visa forms. Everyone has their place in the, in this family. Yeah. We have, we have you trying to manage everything because you're hooking it all up. With, yeah. And, and we have my sister who's extremely organized. Very. She could have made a wonderful accountant. And she was making sure that everyone has their visas in place to go to Australia, their passports in order, blah, 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 blah. You're the one actually doing the work. Yeah. You're the foot soldier in the situation. I was the foot soldier. And it's not a good place for me to be because I'm not, I have a little executive functioning issue sometimes. So we get to the airport. Everything was supposed to be in place. Everyone checks in. Bags are through. We're going to Australia, folks. Except I go to the counter last and <laughs> nope, I am not allowed on the plane because I don't have a visa to go to Australia. Right. Which I had, I 100% had filled out for you. You filled it out. However, you put the wrong birth date for me. I know. I don't know why I did that. I think I put that you were born in like 2000 and like 19 or something so as a result they were gonna you start crying and well i don't want you not to go and so then i was like don't worry we fine and then the person behind the counter was like yeah don't worry he can take a flight 
from LA to New York and from New York to Australia. Which which is the wrong direction. It's a complete wrong direction. And meanwhile, I'm like freaking. I'm like, everybody is on the plane and there's no cam. And all of a sudden you see cam waltzing in there <laughs> five minutes before the plane I, leaves to go to Australia. I, I, I bought that visa and on the plane yeah. or like on, in the airport and uh, they rushed it through and I was able to get in. Yeah. It was amazing. You so like this, this year, I love this. I love the spontaneity of it. Oh, are we going to make it to the trip? Are we not going to make it to the trip? See, maybe who we, are we going to meet on the trip? Maybe, and, oh, that maybe, actually has been on my mind, by the way. Who, oh, you think you're going to meet another Kristen Walker? The cruise ship girls. Uh, if you have not heard the podcast before, I this has been an ongoing saga since I was nine years old. I fall in love on these cruises. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. But you wait till the last day. No, 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 no. I usually within the first day or two, I have an interaction with a girl, and then it, it's very uh, modest and completely <laughs> implies it's, nothing. It's, it's probably, always one-sided. A hundred percent one-sided. I don't even think they're aware that I exist usually during these interactions. Maybe like we brush shoulders and I say hi, and they go, hi. <laughs> and and then for the next seven days of sailing, I'm just imagining. That who they are as a person, their spiritual presence, the the life we could live together, and I fall madly in love with them. The same thing happens on your silent retreats. Yep, a hundred percent. You're just in a close. It just for me being in a closed container with another person, another stranger. It's all it takes. I, all it takes, and then the the mind just starts going, and and then I will inevitably fail to get the number at the end of the the trip. But or the, I get the number and the person lives in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Well, the, the other issue is that this is the reason that we would not be good candidates for the Amazing Race. Why? Because you like the spontaneity. Oh, you're going I back to that. And I don't. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Because well, that's... Two different tracks here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was already on to the next... From, off for the crew. Can we, did, can we just go... Take some predictions on likelihood of me finding a cruise ship girl. Because oh. part of me, by the way, thinks I've outgrown this. Okay. I'm 30 years old now. This yeah. is what was occurring when I was 12 years old. I, I think at this point, I'm a much more hardened. I mean, you could slap me over the head with my soulmate, and I, I wouldn't have a clue. I say you're going to find someone. God damn it. A little fantasy girl. It's it must fu- be a syndrome. Do you think there's Tinder on this cruise? You think people <gasps> are tindering on these cruises? That would be a if not, you should come up with that app. That's a fucking hilarious idea. That's an app for for all cruise ships. Do people go to clubs in this? Like there is usually is a cr- club in the yes, cruise there's ship. a club. Are you going to go? Are you just going to go to the club? I'll go to the club. Oh God, <laughs> that's a major cock block if I'm at the club. You and your I, brother. I've stopped drinking alcohol. What? Yeah. You stopped drinking alcohol. <laughs> you look so disgusted. I'm so fucking disappointed. What are you talking about? I don't like it. I feel like shit when I drink. One sip of alcohol? One sip of alcohol, I stop being able to taste things. A whole glass of alcohol, I feel like shit the next day. So why am I drinking this? Okay. What's the point? You're, you're getting to be very monk-like. I know. Because then, yesterday we I watched a movie together. I knew you were going to go into this. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Yeah. Okay, so your brother and I decide to go to a movie and he decides he's too tired to go out so we should rent one. And he likes these, he and I both love to talk about these really deep, dark, heavy, crime-ridden movies. Yeah, and you had this little date planned with him. I had a date planned with your, your younger brother. And I was just this you innocent bystander. You were a tag-along. By- you were a I tag-along. was a tag-along, innocent bystander. I was just working in the in our workplace, which happens to be your apartment. Yeah, you were working. And then we decide, well, we're going to rent a movie Oh, what's an what's good, good time? Good time, good time. And I said, and everyone knows I don't do well with scary movies. Everyone knows this. You know this. The listeners know this. Jingle knows it. Jingle, my brother knows it. It no, who gives a fuck? Right. Who gives a we fuck? We know you Cam, walked out of five minutes into. We the want movie Cam Fargo. To, to enjoy the movie, but we're not going to tailor our new movie choices to his needs. No, because uh, we'd be watching Bambi or something. I would have Bambi mm-hmm. probably be too upsetting for you. I like that type of sentimentality, though. The mother dies. It's fine. Okay. It's a true to life. You know. You you know. There's a couple. But I this, did to, uh, Toy Story I, two. I cried. Oh. But the one that they go to college that that hit home for me. I don't think I ever saw that one actually. Oh, you'll be a basket case. Well, so you end up watching Good Time. Good Time. I made it, and it's not the one that, the TV show. It good wasn't time. a good time. It was a bad time. It was you made it was. It was a bad time for twenty minutes. 
I saw the first. You didn't make 20 minutes. Yeah, I did. It, it, may, it seemed like it made it for like five. No, no, no. I made first, first violence scene amongst like the rest of it was way more violent. I didn't like any of it. A lot of violence. I didn't like it. Yes, text mom, you guys, if you like violent movies. What do you think it is? Why? I mean, what is it? Is it, is it now a self-fulfilling story? I no. think I can't watch scary movies. And so then when I see scary things, I'm like, ah, I can't watch this. This started when you were five with The Ring of Fire. That's true. So no, I think what it is, is your whole ring of fire, by the way, is a terrifying movie about (laughs) volcanoes that they were showing at the natural history museum that you made my parents take you out of. Yeah. I didn't see movies for three months after that. Okay, (laughs) go on. (laughs) I think your whole situation is all interrelated. You are hypersensitive in all your senses. Yeah. And because of that, it makes you very um, anxious with movies because it's like loud and it's violent and it's too much for you. I wanted to, by the way, bring up this applies to my penis as well. What? A hypersensitive penis. And we have some comments about my hypersensitive penis that I wanted to share. <laughs> Wait, a lot of dur- people- not during a movie. Uh, 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 what? Not during a movie. We were no, talking my, about movies. Are you kidding me? My penis is probably in my body during that movie. It's like a turtle going into its shell. We have, yeah. <laughs> I had a little turtle shell going on. I wanted to read some <laughs> some listener comments about my okay, penis. Okay. okay. Hey, guys. Love the show. Been binge listening every day at work, and I have the same relationship with my mom. It's great now. Cam, the problem with your PE, which is premature ejaculation, for those who don't know, it's inevitable. Every man encounters this at some time in their life. I suffered from it for 10 years, looked for everything, a cure, and come to find it's just mind over matter. Try the stop and go method. It works, but also you have to have sex constantly or jerk off a lot. Use lube, lots of it. The more you use your dick and PC muscles, you will last longer. Also, there's a pill called Strongback. It's what works wonders. Holy shit, you will fuck for hours. So call Julie back from episode 97. Damn, she sounds hot. So keep your dick hard and fuck long. <laughs> Thanks for the show. Who is this? I, 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 anonymous. Oh my god! There are so many parts of that that is that are so hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't I even love, know where to begin. He's so supportive. He's you know, very. This, he's on your pers- team. This person is. This is what I love. Yeah. I, I I have a teammate in yeah. my premature yeah. issues. You've got a community of PE listeners. Yes. Although yeah. last time I had a, a sexual interaction with someone, I the first two times immediate ejaculation the second <laughs> but the third time i was less i was, I that's was what he's saying he's yeah. saying the more you use it the easier it is to control it yeah 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 i guess it goes for women too wouldn't you think what, they could what? not that they want it to last longer before an orgasm maybe that the orgasms would be stronger yeah the more that they do it and get idea of how, how their body works yes well i have we have another response here so first of all i wanted to say thank you very much for that uh very supportive uh uplifting encouraging message and uh i will i will take the all those those tips to heart okay i'd like to read another one about my penis okay <laughs> why do you have so many penis we, we had an influx this week i don't know why i cannot put into words how much your show has helped my confidence and i'm not i'm only on episode eight wow i have struggled since high school with premature ejaculation and ed erectile dysfunction from the very beginning thankfully I have been blessed now with a wife who is willing to understand and put in the work to accommodate. This is obviously reciprocated. To to her, oh, to hear that I am not the only young man, 32, who has dealt and continues to deal with this is liberating. To know that I'm not the only one who gets in my head about these issues during the act helps me smile and appreciate what I have so much more. Your show is amazing, funny, educational, and heartwarming. Thank you so much for what you do. Oh, that is the sweetest fucking message. I know. Another teammate over here. Another guy in your corner. I fucking thank so, you very much so for, for sending us this message and being open with us about this. It makes sense, doesn't it? That if you are a young little fucker, <laughs> Lund, young fucker, if you're a young fucker, you're going to want to do it fast because in the caveman times, you want to fuck fast and get on to the, you know, so no one else no. stabs you in the back while you're fucking. I think it, honestly, it's, it has more to do with, um, I, I, I'm not sure about the actual unconscious mechanics of it. I'm However, telling you that's what it is. It seems like there is like this whole, as the first person Old said. Old guys mind are lucky o- if they can come all together. The, the first person said is mind over matter. You know, it's like you, you can, you, 
think of you're able to control your muscles more think, than than you probably think you could right or you think of i asked this one guy how he stops thinking about sex all the time and he said what he does is he thinks about like his second grade math teacher who was a just, just disgusting no, this, person yeah this is that's a horrible way to go about this it makes sex very unenjoyable and it doesn't help when you're in the thinking long about a, a very unattractive second grade math teacher yeah, so i'm not gonna be thinking about mrs grant with the fucking that's not mrs grant mrs grant was fourth grade i know but i'm just gonna i'm just using her as an example oh okay I made up the second grade. And plus, I didn't have Mr. Grant. That was another person's fourth grade teacher. All right. Anyway. Everybody has different teachers that they remember for different reasons. And everyone has different penises. And that's what I was trying to say. Well, it sounds like a lot of people in their youth have a lot of those common. And then you go you I, get a little older and you can't get it up. I don't. So you have to take Viagra then. No, no, so, no, 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 no. Mom, hold on. What? You're totally. So first of all, this person also said that he suffered from erectile dysfunction. And in my experience, most of my friends suffer from erectile dysfunction so that's as saying. opposed to premature ejaculation. Oh, you're saying at your age? Yes. So it's not necessarily, oh, you get older and you can't get it up. No, I'm that's saying false. that does happen. We're you all look, headed that well, direction. Well, because testosterone goes down as you get older. Testosterone? Your levels. Yes. So if you're getting less testosterone, you're less inclined to... But I don't want, I don't want to mislead our listeners. All of my friends, I, don't, I have very, very few friends who are like, yep, I fucked this person for the first time and it was just wonderful. My penis worked exactly how I wanted it to. I agree. Most of my friends, I would say 70% of them say I couldn't get it up. 30% of them say I came immediately. They got the, what's left there? No one. <laughs> well, the, uh, the hard part about it is, or no pun intended, is, is that if you to wear a condom, then it puts another whole thing. I in. love the condom. The well, condom it, is it, my saving grace. It, 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 Any it, less friction it <laughs> improves. Sometimes I'm scared by putting the condom out and I'm going to jizz me. <laughs> oh, my God. Just that friction. Oh. I'm just kidding. That. <laughs> <laughs> the friction of putting your condom on makes you come. Yes. Has that ever happened? No. It hasn't happened. It's happened to me, though. I've been with a guy. He just oh. could not get hard with the condom. And then he goes to me, so I'll go into you anally. No. No. What kind of stupid-esque idea is that? Uh, I wanted to switch gears. What? I want to talk about the holiday season that's fast approaching. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 you naughty little reindeers. <laughs> Yesterday, I saw four women, four grown women, dressed up as Santa's helpers. Did what? you see that? Where? Yeah, when I was walking out the door. I saw that. You were gone. You were. That was way after the movie. Oh, because after you ran out with a like a chicken without a head, um, your brother and I watched the end of the movie, which was extremely violent. Yeah, I immediately went from that violence to a clown show. That's where your happy place is. The happy place. But, Speaking of shows, yeah. Before we get into the loneliness thing, hmm. we went to. And it's a good thing we did. Our friend Craig Conant. One of the you've heard him on the show. You've heard him. He's going to be on again next year. We're going to have you guys bring back the, your favorite uh, comedians or sexologists or, or philosophers or whoever is on that you liked. Yeah, just text us at yes text mom if you have a favorite guest, and we'll try to get them back on the show in 2020. Yeah, because we're going to because some of these guests are just like too good to not repeat again. Yeah, so. they leave and we're like, God, I could talk to them for another three hours. Right, and or they're just so funny that you just want to have a good laugh again. So Craig's going to come back. But meanwhile, he had a show that I saw that um, was coming up. So I'm like, well, why don't we contact Craig, see if we can get a couple free tickets because I didn't know if it was sold out. <laughs> wow. So we get on the list. Just so and I knew something was up when we got there. We gave my name and it's Cam plus three. <laughs> it was just me and you. Yeah. I only We only said it was just the two of us coming. Yeah. So, so why is he giving me plus three? That's never happened. Very strange. Very strange. And then we just quickly discovered that we got inside. <laughs> there were only five people in the audience. And th two of them were us. <laughs> two of them were us. There was one camera lady. And that was about it. <laughs> it was an all-star lineup, though. And that's the ironic thing, because we had Lara Bites on, who um, she was performing, and Craig. These are all comedy store regulars. Uh, I, the, the, these people were hilarious. Oh, my God. I, I literally could not stop laughing at any of them. They were all great. But everyone came out and looked in the audience and said, are you kidding me? What the <laughs> fuck are we doing here? <laughs> but we made a good audience for everybody. We did make a good audience. We laughed. Usually in those situations where it is, usually it's a one failing clown and a five-person audience. And usually we're all friends with the clown. And the person's nearly not great. And we just kind of have to sit there and smile and oh, nod. It's and brutal. Go, it's brutal. But this is, these are pros. And it was actually a wonder. Like, this is a high-quality show. And uh, I we even lucked participated. Out. That's what I was thinking. 
When did this become an interactive show? <laughs> they, they, each one came out and said, oh my God, well, this is unbelievable. And I go, we're small, but we're mighty. It was unbelievable. <laughs> you said, like, just outbursts from I the little, audience. I had a that wasn't the only. That wasn't the only one either. There were like multiple times you started interacting with the comedians as they're performing. Excuse me. Yeah. One of them was asking us direct questions. It weren't, it weren't really. And they said, like, you look like the, guy, the real bad guy. In, in, uh, I didn't love that. <laughs> You look like Adam Driver. Yeah, I don't like being in this audience, this small ass audience, because they start they start talking to you directly. That's what and I'm calling saying. you out, and you know they're improvising off the audience, and you're definitely guaranteed to be talked about. What does he say? I look like Darth Vader, and <laughs> what did he? What did he say? <gasps> and then you said it's Adam Driver. <laughs> I couldn't think of the name. Is Adam Driver in Star Wars? One of them. I don't remember. He said which... he's a bad guy. Yeah, he was. He said, of course, you didn't see that because it was very scary. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what has gotten into me. It's worse. It's worse than ever now. I think you're only allowed to watch children's movies. I'm literally like Disney movies, Pixar I, movies. That's I, it. I wanted Coco. to. I wanted to uh, rec- recommend that the three of us watch a Miyazaki movie last night. What is that? Like an anime. Anime. Children's. Was it, I think I saw one of those with you. I don't know what's gotten into me recently. I'm not into that. With the with the no. Because it's all fill. It's all like Buddhist. Uh, cartoons. I, I, I really have become a, like a little boring ass Buddhist <laughs> that doesn't drink. And you, I and don't drink. No yeah, but drugs. you did. You did uh, drink some can. Some, yeah, I'll drink. I'll drink weed sometimes, <laughs> but it makes me depressed the next day. To oh, be honest, God. Any any. I smoked weed last night so that I can go to sleep. I I couldn't believe this, and now look at you, wide awake. Three cups of you're speedballing. I'm three speed- cups of coffee. <laughs> it's unbelievable. We're on different pages over here. I was wound up because I started watching uh, like a, see, this is not a good thing for me to do. Don't watch um, Netflix shows about serial killers. It's cat killers. What? Don't fuck with cats. It's, uh, I started watching that. I was mesmerized. Are you telling me not to fuck with this cats is, or is that the name of the movie? You would never want to see this movie. Trust me. It says don't fuck with cats. Is then, that the tagline? What is that? That's the name of the movie or the, the series. And is what it a TV it, show? It's a Netflix show. It was a series. I thought it was like a one-off, but it was a whole series because I'm now I'm addicted to it. So I'm watching this by myself, and it's about a cat, the guy who kills cats and kittens, even. Or and I, I knew it was going to be that, and it he said it's going to show it's going to show this. So every time they start, they talked about it, or I heard about, it, I turned the volume off and I closed my eyes. Oh my god! You're and then I had like to, me. And then I had to keep like opening my eyes and like turning the volume back up. And oh then my I, God. of course, got wind of a couple of things and I don't want to tell you because it's so horrifying. But anyway. Why are you doing this? You should never do this before you go to bed. You should never do this anytime in your life. And by the way, I'm playing solitaire and another game <laughs> on, as I'm watching this show. It, it's just like a it multi... Is- <laughs> no wonder I can't sleep. So then I started smoking weed. I don't understand why. What What do you... Do? I asked this to Jingle yesterday. What, what's with the, the scary movies? Why are you so into these scary movies? Oh, I loved it. And he goes, "It's you feel everything. I feel nothing. I need this. That's what he said to you? Yes. He said, I need this. <laughs> it was pretty interesting. It was it pretty is, insightful. It, does, it kind of brings up like, you know, if, you're, if your life is not all that exciting, it's kind of like a way to get it. Like, you know, you could live through the experiences. You would never go and do what this guy was doing in good time. Like he was like totally it was a smart character and you would never expect him to be like going on all these adventures even though they're very violent adventures and you as a and me as a goody goody girl you know eldest child syndrome i would never do any of these things i was always like you know i have no desire to do these things (laughs) i know none of us have a desire but there's to live through someone else's lives who who does you know what i think it is it this is actually tying into what i discovered this morning during my morning pages yeah, by the way, I've been doing morning pages. I forgot to do it this morning. This is why we're off. I'm off because I didn't do my morning pages? I'm just pages. kidding. You're not off at all. We're on. We're on. Wait, I wanted to share this idea, though. So, I, you know, we all have different... Um, we're on, on the spectrum of sensitive to unfeeling. <laughs> Where are you on that? <laughs> like way, 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 way towards the sensitive side Do you think more monks are in the sensitive side? Uh, like Tignatan? Yeah, I think so. So he's I, talking I, about I, a freaking leaf. I yeah, I do think that like meditation and like really so so okay. Let me back up. I'm pretty sure that our our as a hu- as humans we love to feel things. Like it reminds us that we're alive. 
Okay. I, I can really, I can totally relate to this. So there are a couple ways to feel things. Number one is that you can go through meditation and yoga and get really quiet so that little stimulus can actually awaken your senses. Okay. Okay. So that's kind of where my default is. Yeah. You're in heavy meditation, on morning pages, <laughs> listening to Buddhists 24-7. On, on the other hand, there are... There are people like Jingle, my brother, who require his way of feeling things is to add more stimulus to his life. Me too. You too. Exactly. This is well, why I you're like, playing I'm games, like you're smoking weed. You're, I don't think you're in the middle too much. No, I, I think I'm in the middle of it. I do. Well, I think, we, and there are times that I'm in the middle of it too. Like there are times where I'm insensitive and not, not feeling for certain no, things. No, I'm not talking about the insensitivity. I'm, I'm like, sometimes I'm in the, in the really into the whole uh, getting quiet and meditating and looking at the beautiful, mm -hmm. you know, that looking at a beautiful flower. And then other times I'm like, I need to get revved up in a yeah. concert. It, yeah. And I enjoy concerts and I enjoy clown shows. I just don't know why the negative emotions don't get me as riled up. The I don't, I don't, don't get, like violence. I don't, I don't like it too much. Like you don't, you would not like the Irishman. No. Okay. So the mom, I watched the Irishman for 30 minutes I, with, with Nana, my grandma. We both decided it was way too violent. We had to turn it off. <laughs> We look at each other and go... She's 87 with Parkinson's. Of course she's going to say it's too violent. She doesn't need to be shaken even she, further. I was shaking. She was shaking. It was a horrible thing. I turned it off <laughs> Why immediately. Why would you watch that? It's like a I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was going to be that violent. She, and these guys getting curb stomped on the street. <laughs> oh, God. Is it horrifying? <laughs> of all things to watch with my mother. It was horrible. Oh, my God. So, anyway... Why didn't you put on Coco with her? I would love that. I watched Coco with you. I know. Uh, I, I was hoping for something... A little bit more exciting. Coco was the thing. It's that jingle jangle time of year. We're doing a lot of traveling. We're stressed out trying to get these holiday gifts. And it's important to keep yourself healthy. And how do we do that, Cam? Care of. Care of is a vitamin service. You go online, go to takecareof.com. You take a five-minute quiz because Care of customizes your vitamins to what your needs are. I Usually, I have no clue what vitamins I need. Well, you have to look at your, your health your sleep, your diet. They look at all these things and they come up with a packet for you. I love it. It's so personalized. And each packet has your name on it. It's in a little quote, a little saying. You take one packet every day. You don't need to go and get all these different bottles out and jingle all around. Oh, I hate it. I put a baggie full of vitamins in my purse. And then next thing you know, they're all over the bottom of my purse. I'm scrounging around eating filthy vitamins. Not with care of. No, you got that little packet and you just Very take it easy. with you on the go. Daily packets, super, super simple to use. And they're made from the highest ingredients, which I really appreciate. This is a no-brainer. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. I've enjoyed them. You've enjoyed them. You can now enjoy them for 50% off your first care of order. Did you hear that, mother? 50%. That's 50 huge. 50% huge. off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter promo code Mom 50, M-O-M 50. You're going to get 50% off of those vitamins. Here's where I came to this morning from my, my morning pages. You want to hear this? Yes. So I think that, and you made a comment about this earlier. Here's here's what happened, by the way, before you, you listeners started tuning in. My mother, I, I made a comment saying I need, I, I ordered these seven pairs of boxers or 10 pairs of boxers and I need to figure out whether I want to keep them or not. But and you have I'm to, perseverating there not is, stop about there this. Is, yes, there's a backstory and the fact that this has been a topic of conversation. Because my balls have been sweating like crazy and I get a rash as a result. And so I tr I'm trying out these new boxers and the boxers are pretty pricey. $11 for a pair. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it was on sale. So so, so that's actually a good deal for them. But however, I don't, I don't like spending $11 on a pair of boxers. Regardless. I have to decide whether these are worth the $11 for the boxers. I got fucking 10 pairs of these fuckers. <laughs> it, you know, if they're shrinking on me in the, in the laundry, I'm not going to keep them. If they're riding up on me when I sit down, I'm not going to keep them. And then you have the differentiating between the boxers and the boxer briefs. Yeah, because during the day, I have to wear the boxer briefs. During the nights, I wear the boxers. I literally, I'm, I'm testing this out, and I'm so fucking aware of this shit that it's keeping me up at night. I, as I'm sleeping, I wake up and I say, are these riding up on me? Are these making me sweat in the middle of the night? And I just keep feeling these new boxers. I don't understand. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. I actually you, understand this to some extent because it's like wearing, you can't wear a thong to bed. You can wear a thong all day long, but you don't want to wear it to bed. In bed, you want to wear like some bikinis. You don't want to wear a thong. Yes. 
But like, I'm telling I, I, I you, it's it. keeping me it. up all night to even think about whether You're I'm perseverating about the fucking boxers. Like a fucking psycho. And so then why you don't say, you pull out hold, your meditation shit and start meditating about it? So then, because because when you're in that like half awake state, you don't really know what to do that. So you tell me when I tell you that I need to decide about these boxers, you say, what, what is this? You, lo- you, you leave one anxiety and go move on to the next. No, I was talking about something else. Yeah, you were, I know what you were talking about. Last night, before we even started watching Good Time, I started having shortness of breath. Well, because you had finally gotten through all the other stuff. Yeah. So the stuff was you had gone to the doctor and went through every part of your body, kicked you out the door. Yes, he did. So here's what I here's what I discovered today in the morning pages. I think my brain, when if I'm just in if if I'm not satisfied with my life, what you know, it sometimes the default mode is dissatisfaction. Okay, I want more. I need more whether it be romance or money or whatever the fuck it is, love, connection, whatever the fuck it is. If I want more, my brain will do this funny thing where it will preoccupy myself. It will make me feel like I have something to do. It will give me a task to do by giving me just this little tiny annoying little thing that I got to fix, like the fact, like whether or not to keep these boxers. In the end, it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter if I have the boxers or not. You just spent fifteen minutes of of this light of of this conversation on the boxers on top of it. I know. Now I'm taking up your time. I'm so sorry that that the listeners have to hear about your boxers. Yes, I'm very sorry about that because my brain does this foolish thing. It's, it's doing this foolish thing. I think it's common though. So you know what I think? You know what it is? What? I I'm gonna treat these thoughts like a little bully coming in. You, you know? Yeah. Label them as little bullies and then punch them. No, no, no. I'm not going to punch him. That's what I tend to do. Oh, you're going to ignore the bullies. Ignore the bullies. Here's like, another... Like in, meditation. When they tell you that to think of this just let anxiety as clouds and you let the clouds pass. Yes. Sometimes I have a hard time letting those clouds pass. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sometimes it. I want to just sit under them and have them rain on me because I am... Like, like the cruise. I can't handle waiting two days to find out if I'm going on a cruise. Yeah. Let it pass. And... It, you know what I realized? I was like, the bullies like such a negative thing. Like, I hate bullies. And I don't want to imagine that my brain is constantly bullying me. Instead, I came up with a better analogy. You know, the, I, when I was an assistant to this writer, I was so, I was so nervous because he didn't have to give me a lot to do. So I would just, I, at first I would like keep going in and being like, do you want me to do this, this thing? Or th-? I imagine I was annoying as fuck to him coming up with these things that I should possibly be doing to, to show my so, worth. You know what? He That's exactly what my brain is doing. I see. So this just, annoying little butler boy. You, you just want something to occupy your thoughts so you come up with these weird things? Yes. You have what's known as a busy brain. A busy, busy brain. And you know what I'm thinking? A busy brain. It's time to take a, a pause. Oh, you got a busy brain right now? Yeah. For our listeners, in case you guys have busy brains and you want to know what to do with your busy brain, sign up for Patreon. <laughs> If you sign up for Patreon, that's our membership platform that will give you exclusive extra bonus content of our show. It is also a way to support us during this holiday time of year. If you want to say thank you for all these wonderful little bits of wisdom that you've gotten throughout the year on our show, Sex Talk With My Mom, go to patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom and sign up and, and give a little. And you'll get these extra bonus episodes. And think of all the boxes, boxers and boxers briefs that Cam can buy with that money. And how much I won't have to worry about whether that <laughs> whether I should keep keeping these 10 pairs of boxers. That would be very nice. You know, back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> I, was just, I was just in this mime class and doesn't everyone and uh there was someone in the class who was uh, we were talking about like are we going anywhere for for the holidays and i was saying i'm on the wait list this person says i am pregnant so that means i don't have to go home i'm thrilled very interesting response that's so sad it is sad that people don't want to go home for the holidays I think this is the, this is uh it's so much pressure i think this is actually quite common you know, people just expect when you're with your family that it's going to be all this, you know, sitting around the, the fire, you know, drinking cocoa and and everybody's in wonderful moods. What it, do you think it is that people... It doesn't always end up that way. A lot of think, times the families can be annoying as fuck. Yeah, why do people... Why, I mean, why... There's so much pressure. You know what I think it is? It's a wonderful life. 
What? What do you mean it's the wonderful no, life? I'm just saying those kind of movies make you think that you should be doing something or feeling something that maybe you don't feel towards your family. Oh, that's interesting. I also think being with family reminds you like they of all of your history and like parts of yourself. They're able to like press on parts of yourself that you don't always you're not that excited about right you could like be you might you might have or... grown since uh, since you were scared to put your hands in paper machine that's the way people see you yes yes like my brother I and think they he's... treat you as they see you yeah my brother still thinks of jeremy as someone who only was in the basement playing video games right and by the way he wasn't always in the basement playing video games but maybe when my brother came over those few times he was playing video games so he assumed that all he did was play video games yeah and, and now he not... treats him as such and he still still thinks of him as the video game boy mm-hmm well, he thought of me as the uh, drug addict. So that drug was addict. A, yeah, I don't think he's necessarily. Yeah, he always thought I was a druggie, which you, is so foolish. That is like the, after the person who just said they don't even want to drink anymore. Yeah, it's a very fool. I was never. I never had a drug face. I don't understand. I know. I wanted you to have a drug face. <laughs> <laughs> you never went there. I never. That's the problem. Do you ha- do you have any uh, wisdom to share for our listeners when it comes to getting along with your family? I need some help. <laughs> I have, I actually, I I think this Thich Nhat Tan book really helped me. Yeah, why? I know that you've been it blew giving, my fucking gourd. Yeah, the mind, yeah. The art of mindful living. Yeah, by you've, Thich Nhat you've been, Every time I get in the car with you, you're playing that stuff, and I need a translation. But we talked about it on, I think, a prior episode. Well, I did learn one very special thing. What? Well, I I learned two very special things. One was this hugging meditation which I tried to do with you. I liked it. The first time I taught you this hugging meditation, basically for our listeners, <laughs> it's a very conscious way of hugging someone. So you're supposed to bow to the person first. Which in itself is weird. To indicate this is going to be a very conscious med- meditative hug. Are you both supposed to bow to each other or just you? The person wanting to initiate bows. Okay. because that, that And then the other person bows to say, it, I, see, okay. I see this. It threw me for a loop. And then... I mean, honestly... I'm just not used to you bowing towards me. Well, I bowed. Okay. I bowed. You bowed. And then you start making jokes about <laughs> How? bowing. I'm sorry, but it was a little odd that my son is all of a sudden going to start bowing to me. Well, I had he... told you that this is what was going down. You didn't say there was any hugging. I mean, you said hugging, but you didn't say bowing. I told you the first step is to bow. So I okay, bowed. But when you, you bowed. Bow- and How? then you made fun of me for bowing. How am I supposed to not make fun of that? Okay. Regardless, then you take the three breaths, three deep breaths with the person. So you can, you basically drop everything that you're doing so you can get in your body for this moment. During which... You were also joking around. I'm sorry. I was not. I did not know that this was a test of some sort. And then you embrace the person. That was that was and a you little hug. odd. I mean, I love hugging you. And you hold the hug, and you you breathe in, and you think to yourself, "This person is alive in my arms." And you breathe out, and you think, "I am so happy." You breathe in, I the person's alive in my arms. Out. I am alive. Or they they are alive. I'm so happy. Okay? Which you I thought was very times. nice. You're joking around the whole fucking time. Well, because you told me the other part. <laughs> well, the other part, there's another way to do this, which is a little more sour. It's a little more bittersweet. It's a four-part meditation. You you do this, you do all the bowing. What, you think I'm going too slow with this? Yes. What do you want to say? You gotta, I, how do I just make this quicker? summarize it. The cliff notes. The cliff notes is... The next time you, you, you're hugging, you think to this person, you think this person, this person is alive in my arms. I'm so happy. Then you think this, you imagine them to be dead in your arms That's and you're part, alive. That part was a little upsetting to me. And then you say, I'm so happy. And you feel what that's like. And then you imagine you're dead in their arms and they're alive. Not and you thrilled feel about how that they, either. And then you say, but together we are alive in each other's arms. I'm so happy. And it's much more powerful. But you're not always supposed to do that. That's just a more, that's more of a death meditation. But anyway, regardless of what the fuck <laughs> this is, it was, you, you we failed the first time. I, because I know, you, but I did you it Because you made it again. a big clown show. I, I'm sorry. I did it again after you that. Did. And I was, I was much more authentic. It just was. I think you were crying the second time. Yeah, it, it really, it, when you're hugging somebody and you're thinking about they're glad they're alive, then it gets you very emotional. Yeah, I try, I, we had a little tiff before recording. I said, you want to do a hugging meditation? And you go, no. <laughs> I was not up for hugging meditation. You have to be in the right frame of mind. It's like if someone says I love you and you don't feel it back, do you, do you continue to say I love you? What are you, you didn't, you didn't want to hug me in that moment? 
No, I'm just saying I'm talking about another analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- in that moment you said you were you felt too rushed and you wanted you wanted to I get was to like, the show on the I, road I, over I, here. I I know I get very emotional if I was going to do that and I didn't want to get emotional right before I'm going on air because I wanted to talk about a lot of different things that were not necessarily emotional but more like funny or amusing or entertaining or annoying. Well, this I love this type of hug and, it, and I will hug you after our our, our episode. And any any you guys try it. If you're seeing your family, try doing the... Try Thich Nhat Hanh's hugging meditation and yeah. let us know it. Yes, text mom. Because I know I made fun of it, but I really loved it. Oh. I did. I did. I loved it. I think it, it is important when you... You know, we're with our families so little. Yeah. Usually. I, I, I remember reading some like study that like, oh, it's so sad. You're with your parents. Like your parents, If say, say like you're 60 and I'm 30. And typically you see them like, you know, once or twice a year or something like that. And you can you can actually calculate the amount of hours that you're going to see this yeah. person for the rest of the, their existence, and it's so little. It's like a week or something, and it's fucking. It's so sad. It really is because back many in the day, how many wake you, flowers you have with them? Your whole extended family was your was your, your friends and your family and your neighbors. They were all together in one little community. It's, it's people are spread all over the world now. Yeah. So it, my hope that I understand that it can be very triggering to go home with your family where. It, you know, they see you a certain way and you've grown. However, remember, they do have some qualities that that are very lovely. And and also, I remember reading somewhere, the only, it was another podcast, I think, that had to do with uh, siblings. And the only people that you are going to be with for like the rest of, from the beginning to the end, are your siblings. Yeah. Your parents, so be nice to them too. Your parents die, your kids move away. Either way, the time is limited is my point. And so hugging meditation might help you remember that. Oh, yeah. Go up and hug your family and see what, see what the reactions are. Yeah, give By a little the way, bow. You're not supposed to pat on the back when you're doing this. No, if you're patting on the back, you're fucking it up. You're basically putting a wall up. What is it? Some people hug and they, they pat on the back. Yeah, and your they, brother they, gave me a pat yesterday. Fuck that. He gave you a one-armed pat. Did you see him give me I a one-armed I saw the one-armed pat. He gave me a two-armed hug. He was too tired. He couldn't handle it. Yeah, he was tired. It, you know, there is something. But I, I like the fact I, that so, he hugged me. I'll, I'll take the one arm. So I asked you why you were laughing about i'll take the one arm i'll take the one arm <laughs> i i would ask you after after our hugging meditation why you were laughing and what would do you remember your response no you said i don't know <laughs> I don't, that's why i don't the remember truth is, is because it's very vulnerable to yeah. sit there and and be conscious and aware with someone in those in the same moment yeah it's just as vulnerable like having sex or something like that i mean that's very much much more vulnerable yeah but it's the same idea of like you're present mm-hmm. and having an experience with someone you're really trusting them to acknowledge that this is a special moment. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really get that same feeling all the time when I have sex either. Right, <laughs> right. I think this is why it's so hard for me to have casual sex because okay. I'm like, what the hell? This is such an intimate moment. I mean, you're somewhat, you know, they're off in the, how could, without knowing the person, how could they possibly be present with you and understanding what the situation is? They don't is? know you. They don't know you. But it could be physically pleasure, some I understand. I understand. I understand. I'm not. I'm sex positive. The way you just said it just now, it looks like Richard Lewis. Because I'm pulling my hair out. Pulling your hair. Use a lot of hand gestures. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Pull, you. Our uh, leg is crossed over like Richard Lewis. If you're, what, if Richard what Lewis, is this? would come on our show. I would love it. The two of you together oh, would be God. such. Oh. I can't think of a more hilarious combination of you and Richard Lewis together. It's funny that I'm getting anxious about hug like hugging and or having sex and not being you know present for it that's what really is driving me the anxiety right now that's a crazy i mean why are you thinking about that right now but it's the same reason why you're laughing during the hug it's you're scared of this vulnerability you're scared of the intimacy it was an intimate moment and so when i called out we were able to do it though and it was very nice it was was. it it stuck with me the rest of the day i got very choked up right now no not now but at the time of course it is nice to be intimate with someone sometimes. It is. It's those that you love because they're going to die. Thank you. I don't know you. how to reiterate this. You're going to die. Okay. Let me tell you something. If I die before you, I'm going to kill you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you die, I'm sorry. If you die before me, I'm going to kill you. You better not die before me. We're not going there right now. Okay. I don't want any of my kids dying before me. Everybody else can die before me. All right. All right. Let's grandkids not go can't there. die before this, me Let's either. not go. Why are we going there? I don't even have any grandkids. This is a very sour thing that we have no control over. I wanted to talk about, the, speaking of grandkids. What? I had an interesting conversation with one of my friends who said that she really could care less if, if her kids have grandkids. 
And then I started thinking to myself, you know what? It is a scary world to bring your kids up in and let alone your grandkids because, you know, the, the world's going to be kind of in a bad shape soon. Ooh. Why are you it's bringing something this up? to think about. <laughs> Why am I bringing it up? Because it's something to think about. It's very hopeless. Hopeless. No, it's not. It's realistic. Yeah. It's so you don't of, want me to have kids? I don't. It's, it's not that I don't. I want whatever you want, but I'm, it's not like my goal in life is to be a grandma necessarily. Yeah. I'm sure I'm gonna be like obsessed when one of my kids has a kid, but it's not like that's all I live for. I have my own identity now. Whereas when I had you guys, my identity was just about being a mom and having kids. Now your identity is being a cougar. <laughs> no, it's actually I'm I'm moving away from the cougar thing too. What are you moving towards? I don't know. You're moving towards nesting, I'll tell you that much. I'm nesting, yes. You're nesting away. I sit here and I slave away at the computer all day as you shuffle around. You don't lift your feet when you walk around. I know. And you I, shuffle around I, moving I, one shit from one side of the apartment that's exactly to the other what side I did. of the apartment. That's what I did. I find that if I'm out of control, if I cannot control things in my life, like whether I go on a cruise or whether I do this or that or whatever, if I can't control those things, the only thing I can control is the organization of my home. So all I hear is... And then I hear Gus tapping behind you. <laughs> he follows me around to too. Your feet and Gus. <laughs> and we cleaned up the whole place, Gus and I. Oh. Yeah. So I got everything organized as, I, as much as I could. I got rid of some stuff. Yeah. You, doing the you know what you do? You pawn it onto my, me you, and my brother. Yeah. Get you rid just, of that stuff. Put the, Now he's got broken lights that he has to fucking buy <laughs> light bulbs the, for. How about the broken printer that I found in the dumpster? You gave it to some person in the hallway. Yep. I, get, I did. Just, just pawning shit. I just like to get rid of shit and have it out of my place and make sure that it's not just being thrown in the garbage either. So it's, I'm the same way. I have a fucking ski helmet in my kitchen what? with goggles in it. Why? I don't know when. I haven't gone skiing in 10 years. Why do you have a ski helmet and goggles? I don't. I can't get rid of it because I, I know. I remember I spent a lot of money on the ski helmet and goggles. What I the know. fuck am I going to do with these ski helmet and goggles? Why do I have. I was keeping for the longest time diving masks. What am I going to What should I do with the ski helmet and goggles? Well, that could be a good uh, prop for your. Oh, that is true. Thing. That yeah. is true. Along with my diving mask too. Oh, the, if you start getting me on the <laughs> props, I, it's horrible. See, that's the that is the problem of a performer. You can get rid of all this shit, except if you have to save it for uh, if you're in a show, an act, an yes. act, a bit, or Halloween. I always keep I know. stuff for Halloween. Oh, terrible. And, I'm and then every Halloween, I want to do something new. And I keep your fucking costume, Halloween costumes. Well, why are you walking? Oh, because you go to Burning Man and you walk around no. with all the women's clothing. No, on. I thought you had a nice Lucy and Lucy. Don't start with that Lucy I, I, I have your the Lucy costume. The worst Halloween costume. The Peanuts Lucy costume. I hated being a Lucy. I'm never going to be Lucy again in my life. All right, we got we to gotta wrap it up, Mother. Okay. I have a one listener uh, question that we have not gotten to yet. What is that? Can you guys talk about selling nudes? I'm interested in it, but I don't know how to go about it or if it's a good idea. If I do end up doing it, I want to be smart about it. What do you guys think? Make sure to cut your head off. Oh, interesting. Don't, so then, why would that be the case? I don't know. That was a joke. I don't know. You know, you really do need to think about the long-term ramifications of doing that kind of stuff. And then when you're saying nudes, are they tasteful nudes like Renoir style, <laughs> or are they like Renoir? You know, are they boudoir? Boudoir nudes. I don't know. Renoir no, I meant Renoir as the artist. That's what I was thinking. You know how he had the heavy set women laying out there and huh. and full glory. Oh, yeah. I always wanted to be in a Renoir painting. Oh, yeah. That was when Twiggy was in, and everybody wanted to be really skinny. Renoir was, you know, an impressionist that paint these voluptuous women oh wow so my point is if you're doing it like that i think it's where okay it's artful where it's where it's beauty but if you're doing it like she's selling nudes if mother. you're selling nudes with your vagina showing and opening up and like a gynecological exam i don't know if you're gonna want to have your kids see that later on in life i don't know but not oh, that, that's the issue for you the kids see I it actually, i don't know i don't know why i feel uncomfortable selling nudes there's a certain uh seediness about it that i don't like i think it's a person-to-person thing i think it, it totally depends on your worldview and how, how this all fits into your life i think it'd be very hard for us to give you any solid advice yeah it, it, yeah i just think you got to think long term though because you can't erase it once it's out there i wanted to read a listener 
uh, iTunes review. I'd love to hear it. Thank you guys so much for listening. And, By the way, how much, you us she, reviews. how much do you think she can get for those news? I have no no idea. I, mean, I, I got, don't know what the going rate is. I got $100 for my foot. <laughs> I'm very happy for you, Mother. Yeah. You got your feet I'm looking at right now. They're fat. They look like Fred Flintstone feet. Oh. And they're, that's why one of the reasons that I shuffle is because I don't have an arch and you're making fun of me. It's all I hear. It sounds like a 60-minute ticking. Shuffling around. All right. I really appreciate when you guys leave us iTunes reviews. It really, really helps us out. And how do you do it, though? That's the question. Someone, someone, Christy, my poor Christy, this girl said she tried three times to do it, and she couldn't figure out how to do it. Well, sometimes it does take a few days to actually register with their system. But she couldn't even find it initially, which I can never find it either. So you go to the podcasts app if you have an iPhone. If you have an Android or if you don't have an iPhone, just go to iTunes on a, on a local computer, type in Sex Talk with My Mom, scroll down, and there should be a, a way to leave a rating and a review. You can see a little, it says leave a review, so you just press the stars. So I wanted to read one because it's very, it's super sweet. New favorite podcast, five stars by Chelsea BC. Best podcast ever. I'm a 28-year-old from Louisville, Kentucky. And I thought I would be doomed this winter with nothing to listen to while being lazy. Now I'm hooked and look forward to coming home from work to binge more. I feel like Karen and Cam's dynamic is my inner internal dialogue. <laughs> one second I'm freaking out about feedback loops, and the next I'm five, four, three, two, one, and telling myself <laughs> to shut up. No? I love that. They're the best, and so happy I found this podcast. Love them so much, and now have three of my friends who listen religiously. Keep That's, it up. That is awesome. First of all, fuck yes, Chelsea. I love the way she she described the two dynamics. I, I didn't love the that way. Do you think that 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 I'm one one second I'm freaking out about feedback loops is me, and then the next I'm one, five four three two oneing and telling myself to shut up. Is that you? Yeah, I, those are the two dynamics of the show. I like that, and I, I know also, you like that. And I also think it's important to note that she shared it with friends, and that all these other people are now beginning to hear about it because that that would generate like another. It's like what do they call when the butterfly and the butterfly, the butterfly effect. effect, you know, the snowball like effect, the snowball effect, or well, the, wi- the ripple effect, the ripple effect. <laughs> I like that. I want to effect. thank you all for leaving us reviews and for showing us this love. And I want to thank it, you for the same. This podcast is primarily a vehicle by which we can spend time together with you, with each other, and we couldn't do this without you. So I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to do this with my mother. Oh, and I want to thank you for doing it, for allowing me to do this with you, my son. You're you're welcome. I also want to sing. Sing about mother. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having a little hugging session. Are we going to hug? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. All right. My friends. Hug happy, it out. Happy holidays. My mom once got me a shirt and said, hug it out. Uh, we love you all. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.